First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy tryna see me weak, hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some more ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your dudes. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the fools. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in peace. Now we deceased. Little Kim, don't fuck around with real G's. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. So fuck peace. I let them niggas know it's on for life. Don't let the west side ride the night. <laughs> Bad boy murdered on wax and killed. Fuck with me and get your caps peeled. You know. So I put my hand Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is another Thursday night, so we've got another guest and another set of really bad ad reads. Um, what's also really important is we need more sponsors because that intro alone keeps us from being monetized on YouTube, and we like it a lot. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but I'm also really busy, and I'm too lazy to make a new one. So uh, we need you to help find us sponsors. If you would like to sponsor this show um, or know someone who would, have them reach out to us on Facebook, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. I don't care. Just hit us up. Um, with that, I will show you what you get for those ad reads. Uh, you get <laughs> shit crowned by gold by Jack Casey. Uh, I am contractually obligated to say this is a good book. He's got a super fan who says it is great, and she pays us money to say it's great. But Jack Casey uh, allegedly uh, dresses up in animal outfits and then goes and be a furry in the woods. Um, it's unconfirmed, but I'm pretty certain it's true. It is Jack Casey. So we got the Alaskan Raven for all you meme needs on Facebook. Go to the Alaskan Raven. We got Tom for fifty.com. That's T O M F O R five two dot com check it out uh on the interwebs libertarian party veterans caucus the best cock ass for veterans in the libertarian party uh so if you're a vet and you want to hang out with other liberty minded vets go join the lp veterans caucus page on facebook um if you're not a vet but you want to donate to the marines eating crayons fund uh I believe the website is open or it's close to being open and they'll have all the paper. I'll let Mr. Darty uh, explain it here in a little bit, but uh, go donate some money. Cause there's every 10 seconds, a Marine runs out of crayons to eat and it's up to you to provide the funds to feed those, those Marines, good high quality crayons. Uh, <laughs> go to another real libertarian podcast on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Twitter, anchor, and Spotify. Uh, we are inevitably going to get nuked off of Facebook. So subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. Um, follow us on Twitter. Hit the subscribe button, uh, the like button, share the video around, uh, do all the things that help us get things going. Um, yes, we've also got Greasy Porcupines at greasyporcupines.org. We've, they've got road services, tune-ups, maintenance services, and repairs. It's affordable pricing, excellent customer service, and quality workmanship. Go to greaseporcupines.org to find out how you can get involved in a voluntariness solution automotive repair system or use their services. We've also got redemptiontactical.com. Use that link on the screen. Uh, that helps them know that we sent you you deranged fucking lunatics that I sort of like. Uh, but go to redemptiontactical.com. Uh, they've got awesome gear. They've got plate carriers. They've got a ballistic face mask. If you are worried that you might get shot in the face, uh, go get you one of So we've got this. This There she is. Miss uh, the meme whore herself with the link in the in the comments. We've got a we've got an interesting show for tonight. Uh, 
we've got a we've got an interesting guest that I, I found lurking in the shadows on Clubhouse. But before we get to her, I've got a I've got another interesting gentleman to to bring up here, Mr. William, the boss Doherty. Hello, sir. Hello. So, dude, I know that we joke a lot on this show, but to take something on a more serious note, one out of three Marines is crayon deficient and suffers from crayon insecurity. They're not sure where they're going to get their next meal of crayons. So let's not joke about this. Let's seriously <laughs> donate to the fund and help get those Marines fed. It's not funny. It's not funny, Chris. I mean, they're late. It's, it's funny. It's a little funny. It's, it's a little funny. Uh, well, what's you up? Know, the Marine... I've I've told people for a lot of years that the Marine Corps birthday is just a big ploy from Big Crayola. Uh you know, it's like it's like it's a it's a it's like a Hallmark uh holiday. It's just it's just a big ploy from Big Crayola. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Uh JP, I moved in with my girlfriend and the casting couch is done. It is non existent. Um so this is my new setup. It'll look a lot better in a day or two. But sorry to tell you. So, the I've got to ask because it is important. Uh, did the crusty couch have to go through a decon process before they would take it at the <laughs> at the landfill, or did they just take it as is? So it's not actually at a landfill. Maybe we should auction it off if somebody wants to actually come to Oklahoma City and pick it up. But it's in my house currently, and I need to clean all my furniture out of that house so I can find some people to live in it and pay me. Um, but. I don't know. So if anybody wants to buy the crusty couch and come pick it up from Oklahoma City, let me know. Wow. So your wife is just as ridiculous as you are. Noted. Good to know. She she wanted me to play uh, Nickelback as I introduced you onto the stage. All right, Caitlin. <laughs> Unfriended. Blocked. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I see you guys are in it together. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. But, um, we we got a guest tonight, and uh, she was lurking, like I said, uh, on Clubhouse. A lot of people may know her. If you've used the app, you've probably seen her, or you've come across her existence at some point, or you may even see her on Twitter. Uh, she does post a lot of really based stuff on Twitter. I have friends that are starving. I've been trying to keep them in crayons, but I can only do so much. U.S. Army hashtag number one. Um. <laughs> Shit. Well, let's, and she's let's got go much let's better things to say than we do, so let's definitely bring her on the damn show. Yeah, yeah, we're we're struggling right here. Let's let's go ahead and bring <laughs> on uh, Miss Brit Salt from the Fab Show because it's super fabulous. It's I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting. So <laughs> I forgot we were doing a show. Hi guys, you see my mess in the background. So. If anybody wants to know, we just moved. I have no background set up yet, and my kids were playing. So my green screen is literally on the floor. And uh, this this whole show is sponsored by Gatorade Zero, if anyone asks. so I say, and 7-Up Zero. You and I could shop at the same stores, Britt. You got good taste. <laughs> and and Four Roses. There we go. And, and Evan Williams. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Miss Salt, um, you uh you've you've got a you've got a position uh you got a I'm trying to think of what to call it you you've got a uh an involvement on Clubhouse. Did you want to run people through what that is? I have uh well I started on Clubhouse um in the Healthy Debates Club modding. I kind of I, I didn't start that room. Somebody else started that room. Um and me and Sean Hickman just really started doing debates in there. Um, and I came up with the idea one night of let's time people and I'll find a fun way to tell them to land their plane, basically, you know, stop talking. And it was a way for us to make sure that everybody gets involved, but that we didn't have the same two people going back and forth or one long winded 40 year old divorcee who wants to tell us her whole life story and about how it ties into BLM or some shit. So yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to sit on clubhouse and listen to someone talk that is like, that has no qualification other than they know how to download the app. So that's kind of, 
how I made friends on Clubhouse. And I had a couple of followers on Twitter and I'm there and, you know, um, and I have the fab show and Sean and I have a new show coming out at the beginning of next year. Hell yeah. What's so the, I ask everybody, show? Oh, I'm sorry, bootleg. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. I got a more lag than normal just because internet isn't quite as good as my fiber optic was. But, uh, yeah, Bray, I ask everybody this, but I just want to know how you became a libertarian. What got you into this movement and these ideas? Um, I don't know how I became a libertarian. I I think, I don't know, you guys are going to laugh. It's fine. Everyone can make fun of me. I really think just because, like, I'm a Christian and it doesn't really make sense that in the Bible God gives us free will and that we turn around and tell other people that they can't have it. Like I believe in an inherent sense of right and wrong. I believe in a sense of morality. And I also believe that people have free will. Um, and so that really resonated with me. Um, just as I, I don't even know if I'm a libertarian guys, to be honest, I'm more liberty minded. I'm like not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican or anything. I just always kind of had that attitude and my parents kind of have that attitude where um, if you talk to my dad, he is four square against any sort of political party. It really bothers him. The idea that people go and vote based on a party, he feels like it should actually be against the law to run and say your party names. Like you should have to put up a bill where nobody knows who the like, if, if it's from the left or from the right or center, that people should actually have to study the bills and study laws before they can take place and before they can be voted on so that they can't just decide based on like, oh, you know, this senator said this or this, my team said this, so we're going to go for it. Um, and so probably a lot of it was just what I was raised with. Um, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with, the sentiment of like what you're brought up with when the sentiment of what you're brought up with is correct. So to you, Liberty itself is almost self-evident. It sounds like that. Uh, it's just kind of basics of nature. Um, yeah. But I really like, I like your dad's belief on the political parties. And I actually uh, posted this for the Oklahoma libertarian party last week, but it's funny. I mean, I think you should of course have the right to associate with the political party, advertise however you want the, the so on. But on the ballot, the fact that the government lists political parties is basically them endorsing private organizations as having a real stake in a you know, civil contest, um, which they have no right to do. Nobody should just be able to make an organization and suddenly put that on the ballot. It should, it should definitely be just candidates, which would also require people to do their research. Yeah. Um, and that's your only option, are that you could vote down ballot and make one choice, and it's like, you don't even have to think about it. Um, it's bothersome. And it, it shows a glaring flaw that is in our voting system and in our system of government mm-hmm. uh, that we've turned, basically, that we've turned our government into a football game every yep. two years and just go team go. It's, 100%. It's extremely frustrating. Yeah, there's this interesting thing that was declared in the founding documents that talks about informed consent um, or informed like decision making for voting for elected officials. When you pick for a team and you don't actually make those informed decisions, you're not actually researching these people. um, you're, you're, You're violating the precepts of what started this nation was like understanding who these people are and what they stand for as as well as making informed decisions on uh, voting for bills. Like if if we all remember correctly uh, with the Affordable Care Act, they said we have to pass it to know what's in it. That's not informed consent, is it? It's basically you voted for a team, that team threw up a Hail Mary, and now we're all suffering for it. And that's what we do now that open the door for us to do that every single time. I mean, can anybody with this infrastructure bill tell me everything that's in it? All of these thousands of pages that's in it. Not I one mean, person. The fork that's just been added to these, this bill. And that's just how we operate now. And to be perfectly honest, this wasn't a, like a bug 
in the machine. This wasn't some sort of flaw. This was a feature. And you see it more and more and more. There was uh, something Justin Amash posted a couple of years ago, and I forget what the bill itself was. Um, but, you know, they had posted something. The, the media was coming out. NBC and stuff was coming out saying Congress has agreed on this bill. They're going to pass it. And Justin Amash was like, I haven't even got it yet. We haven't even read this, you know. Um, and that's exactly where we are. It, it's completely sad. It's been completely taken out of the representatives' hands, taken out of our hands. Basically, a few of the powerful people, you know, Nancy and uh, their friends are, are making those decisions without anybody else. Yeah. It's not real democracy. Well, we have a, this ideology in this country that I believe is lazy and sleepy, where if Nancy Pelosi says it, then half the people go, well, it must be okay. If Mitch McConnell says it, the other half goes, well, it must be okay. Not realizing that these people go to each other's house and have parties together and live a lifestyle together and they sit there and decide our life for us together and then they do this political theater as if it's like we're literally watching wwe like that's what it is we're we're watching a a a wrestling match where 99 percent of it is scripted and every once in a while somebody really gets hurt like that's all this is 100%. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> so I, I think it's, I think it's funny. So I, I did want to bring something back around. Yeah. Is this clubhouse? Uh, it might as well. Seriously. Uh, so I wanted to bring something back around. So you and uh, Mr. Hickman are good friends. Uh, I like Sean. I think he's a great dude. Um, I think he's got a really, a lot of really good points on things. And I think, you know, he's wrong about some things like, uh, like menarchy. I think menarchy is just status light. And I, I hit him with that all the time. He even told me, and I'll, I'll I'll break the news on this. He told me the reason he thinks that some people stay with menarchy instead of anarchy is that they don't know how to do certain things on their own. Like I am a, I've been a tradesman for a lot of years. Like I worked on cars. I can repair stuff in my own home. I can do all these things on my own. I could survive right now on my own if I needed to. Uh, he was basically saying he can't do that. And so uh, I beat him to death by saying menarchy is status lot. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think, Brett? Do you consider yourself a minarchist or anarchist or either? I consider myself a J-shaped minarchist. I, J-shaped. I, oh, yeah. I want us to go all the way down to anarchy, and then I want to be there when you motherfuckers start making a, a, a government again. So I could be like, okay. listen, you assholes, this is government. Now we're minarchists. Instead, because I know what's going to happen. I know what happens because I know anarchists. You guys... I. Look, I love you guys. I'm like here, like I will fight with you this bloody battle, and I will be like, yeah, let's 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 do anarchy. Okay, we're doing an anarchy. All right, let's do it. And then three of you will be in a room, and two of you will get together to try and fuck that third one over. That's just how people are. So I want to be the person there and be like, hey, no, no, we're not doing an anarchy anymore. We're starting a government. We're not doing this bullshit that anarchists love to say, like. No, these are just the rules of free association. Like, no, motherfucker. When you start making rules, <laughs> when a bunch of pictures get together and make rules, that becomes a government. My, okay. I'm not saying, hey, I, I'm not saying, like, let's move down to anarchy and stop. I'm saying, sure, let's, like, okay, let's get down to anarchy, first of all, which is hilarious. Like, I hate that we even have this conversation, to be quite frank, because we're so far from even like like 1987 republicanism that we're never going to get to minarchy like we're never going to get there so but we keep fighting as if like when we get to this place to me it seems like why are we fighting for that why are we not just infiltrating in the places that we can on the and democrat platforms and on republican platforms and then moving towards liberty why are we calling it anything because if you want to be an anarchist, you don't have to wait for some anarchist society. You can be an anarchist tomorrow. I'm an anarchist. I, I homeschool my children. I, I, I have a business that is not always government friendly. I grow my own food. I'm learning how to make insulin for both diabetic kids. I have a generator. I am almost self-sufficient. So you want to talk about doing an anarchy, bitch? I'm here. Like, I'm here, <laughs> not, you know. So I'm fine with that. My problem is 
is that what happens is that if we ever got down to minarchy, then we go to anarchy. I see it going back to minarchy. And I just would want it to stop there on the upswing. I just want it so, to stop there on the upswing. You've roused so many thoughts from my mind in that in that rant. That was fantastic. But uh, so this is my question. So here we are. 240, 250 years after the conception of the United States, uh, maybe 250-ish years after the ratification of the Constitution, um, clearly it failed. So we, we set a Constitution in place. It was really well written. It was uh, thought of by some really genius men, and it, it completely failed. The Bill of Rights completely failed. These things do not actually stop government. No, Jason, I wish I was, man. If you want to spot a brother, let me know. But, uh, you know, so... <laughs> This this failed. So whenever we get to anarchy and you are there and you're in that room and we're sitting there in the, uh, you know, constitutional convention, if you will, what would you do differently from what our founding fathers did to make sure this doesn't fail again? I'm absolutely fine with myself or others pulling like an, a Katniss Everdeen and just killing the new leader because it's always there's always, <laughs> one, person, there's always that one person that's going to be like. Well, I'm just going to stay in power a little longer. So it's not, again, I'm not opposed to anarchy. Like I believe in anarchy, but I believe that anarchy is actually something you do on an individual level every day. It's not a place that we achieve as society because it's almost ridiculous to expect a society to be anarchist. Uh, I see what you're saying. Um, I think that's incredibly accurate and well said. Um, I feel like what anarchy means to me is it's, it's about idealism. It's about deciding what is what is the perfect situation and then always striving for it. But just like you said, we're never going to get there because there's always going to be some asshole vying for more power. And so libertarianism, anarchy, whatever you want to call it, is basically this constant vigilance against big guys who want to control other people. And it'll never be perfect. We'll never just arrive at it. But we always have to be ready to fight those people and stand up against them. And Will, honestly, what that sounds like to me when you describe it, it's just being a constitutionalist, just being the type of person that that espouses the values of what this country was supposedly founded on, which, look, we can get into all that because I don't believe that the country was founded on all that. I believe that that was a bunch of bullshit that was sold to a bunch of people that really didn't even want to have a revolutionary war. Like anybody that's gone back and looked at it is kind of like, um, it wasn't like there were hordes of people that were like, yeah, let's go fight the British. They basically were like, oh, why would I trade? a devil a thousand miles away for a devil here. Like they, they sure. didn't care that much. So I think the idealism that we have built up. Yeah. I would love for people to have that, but we have fortunately and unfortunately enjoyed a long season of soft times in this country. So mm-hmm. people have this ideology that they don't have to do anything. And that if they do try and do anything, it doesn't matter anyways. Which is why when I promote anarchy, it's not the way that I guess it should look. And I can only promote it the way that I, again, the way that I see fit. Like, okay, I'll take care of my family. I'll find other like-minded people. And if I have to work with the libertarians, if I have to work with the Republicans, if I have to work with the Democrats to get more liberty, to get these ideas, I don't care what I have to call myself to move towards liberty. I mean, that's, I don't even feel like that's the most controversial thing. I feel like the most controversial thing I say is fuck the nap. So, I mean. Whoa, she's a Christian who says fuck. Hey, we both say fuck. I love it. But um, very well said. Um, Well said. Sorry, go ahead, Bootleg. Oh. We got got to talk about that, though. I hope Tub's watching. He was watching earlier, I know. I'll say this. There's yeah. three Christians, open Christians on the screen, and all three of us uh, have said fuck, uh, at least in the last 10 minutes. Um, I'm actually currently drinking alcohol because it's safer than water in Flint, Michigan. Um, but uh, I will say this. So anarchy doesn't mean that there you can't have anyone in charge of things. It also doesn't mean that you can't have a local government. It Basically, the, the definition that I try to push is you are able to consent to an anarchist government. You're not able to consent to anything larger than that. So what that would look like is your city council or even maybe a state government at most, but you can consent to those things. Like you can say, Hey, 
I don't like this state. I'm going to hop, skip over to the next state. They're communist. I like that. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, the the problem with minarchy that I see is there's still going to be that turmoil of people that want to argue over what kind of government. If there's no centralized government, you don't have those problems. And I will say this, too. I am not anti-minarchist. I have no problem with minarchists. I just love giving people shit because that's who I am as a person. And uh, maybe I'm a bad person for it. No, I don't think you're a bad person. I think you're a minarchist that likes to call yourself an anarchist. I mean, I'm kind what of thinking the same thing. Is, what you're describing is what most minarchists believe. They don't want a centralized government. They do want small state and local governments. Um, so it to me, it seems like, okay, so now what are we arguing over? What we call this? Uh, and again, so, that, that's why, that's why I'm, what my... My point, my sticking point is, is that when you say I'm not against this small government, I'm not against these things, I don't want to say, okay, well, that's anarchy. That's that's no form of because what happens is that people get deluded into believing that there's a level of freedom that they have that they no longer have, no matter how small. So I just say call things what they are. That's really where I'm at. I don't think there's I think there's very, very few people that if we got to a level of minarchy that would be like this is not right this is not enough and the problem is is that any sort of government that we say is a free government if you break their rules you are still subject to their consequences so no it's not it's not like there's just like pure and utter freedom it's a group of people deciding what happens if you don't do things a certain way and no matter how many or how little rules there are there still are there's still there's still even if there's one so i just want people to be cognizant of the idea that okay this is what we're doing it's the same thing as if you look out in your yard and you see a weed growing it may not bother you if it's like this big it's like how big do we let it get before it becomes before it takes root before it takes over the whole yard that's my issue that's always my issue as people like you said i believe we are actually really on the same page I want people to be cognizant of what is happening all the time, to not get complacent, to not feel like they don't have a voice, to not feel like even if they can't win, that they can't, that they shouldn't fight, Um, that we should always be working away, you know, for less uh, oppression on us. And I think some, I think at some point, most people will get to a place where they think like, "Eh, maybe we should have a law for this maybe you know maybe maybe it should be against the law like we you shouldn't be able to you know hurt children in any specific way which i don't want to get you kicked off so i'm not going to say because i know that everybody's getting shut down on platforms because you're not allowed to make fun of pedophiles anymore um you know i think most people common sense will have a chance to come back as opposed to right now i think dealing with right now is so much more important than dealing with whatever's going to happen in these in the minutia of anarchy versus minarchy we need to deal with what's happening today and the fact that we are railroaded consistently and we're just like people are just like oh, okay i guess we mandate vaccines i guess i guess the government has a right to tell you if you could go get a cheeseburger like i mean I, I, it's so amazing to me that people aren't I'm, I'm shocked that we don't have January 6th, January 7th, January 8th, January 9th, January 10th, January 11th. Like, we should have had January 6th every day from January 6th until today. And Absolutely. I think that doesn't end your show and get, you know, like me in trouble. <laughs> oh, it won't. Like, we said worse. Like, that, so, that's my, my big issue is what are, wow, we're, we're not fighting this. We're not fighting this now. I mean, that's my biggest issue. If you want, like, my issue with minarchists, libertarians, left-leaning, right-leaning, GOP, I don't care about Democrats because they're fucking insane anyways, but, like, they don't (laughs) fight for today. They don't even push back. So I think you really just hit the nail on the head as far as what the difference between an anarchist and a minarchist is in our realm. We're both ideologically almost exactly the same, but I think the difference is that anarchists are completely committed to that fight. And minarchists are also committed to that fight, 
but they think more about building a new structure and what would replace this and planning and making those new concepts. Um, but I want to ask you something. Okay. So this is kind of my dream. If I were to wake up in heaven, it would be a, a city. And at the center of that city would be a stone. And on that stone, the non-aggression principle would be carved into it. Uh, you know, <laughs> don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. That is the law here. Um, so would you consider that a form? Would you consider that minarchy or anarchy? If this community agrees to this one rule, this one concept and decides to obey it, is that government or is that complete freedom? No, I consider that. Um, I don't want to offend you, Will. I consider Please, that bullshit <laughs> I consider it bullshit bumper sticker politics because here's the thing I can get on the don't take their stuff blame, but don't hurt people is so is so vague. And if you look up the nap, if you look up like you're not supposed to be the aggressor, you're not even supposed to threaten aggression. Why the fuck not? When is it? Why is aggression like automatically a bad thing? You're not inciting violence, like unprovoked aggression. Like I could be aggressive. I, I, I could be aggressive without being physically violent. I think it's I talking specifically like, about the physical form. I don't think anybody interprets the non-aggression no, principle to no, be words. The problem. It doesn't say that. If you look it up, that's not what it says. So you would kind of refine the NAP and make it specifically to make sure we distinguish between physical aggression. See, now that's just basically you're kind of using like a leftist interpretation of the word aggression because aggression used to just mean what you and I are talking about physically. I'm using the libertarian definition of aggression. I don't think libertarians see aggression as me telling you that you're wrong or me telling you that you're a bad person or anything like that. I think libertarians know that aggression represents a physical manifestation. I, you would think so, but I've had this conversation so many times that I've literally had to look up what aggression means because they'll tell you because it says on Wikipedia, even if you go to like the LP different sites, like the threat of aggression and that, and that's the thing, even the threat of aggression and we, we have changed the definition of aggression and that people don't agree on it and hurting people. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. There's so many ways to hurt people that it it doesn't even make like like. So does that mean you don't spank your child? Does that mean? Yeah, I get I I get what you're saying. Uh, It makes sense. The wording is too vague. The 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 word hurt is too vague of a word. Um, it it basically is saying you have to the way that it's written basically states that they want you to be a pacifist which is basically saying that you are in favor of just dying god dang it i, I have a big I... problem with that i also have a big problem with the fact that even if we take it on its very libertarian face and this is where people get mad at me and i really appreciate you guys giving me the time to explain if my mother was raped and i'm there but I, nobody did anything to me. I should be able to take up for her because she can't take up for herself. If my neighbor was robbed, should I be able to be part of a community that stands up for them, even though I'm not being aggressed upon? So I do see issues with that. I think I, mean, I, th- I understand your I understand your issue with the wording itself because language is so complex; it can mean I mean, so many different things. It's open to interpretation. But um, one, I've never met a libertarian in my entire life who thought that the non-aggression principle applied to words and the kind of violence that the left claims. Um, And I've also never met a libertarian in my life who would think that you didn't have a right to defend your mother or your neighbor. I think the point of the NAP, if you interpret it, you know, as um, good faithfully as possible, is that anybody who's aggressing with no cause that we all have a right to defend that person who is being aggressed upon. Um, so I'm surprised that you think that libertarians interpret that to mean anything besides well, okay, physical. I, could just pull up. I just looked up non-aggression principle. And even if you go to okay. Wikipedia, the non-aggression okay. principle, NAP also called the non-aggression axiom is a concept in which aggression defined as initiating or threatening any forceful interference with either an individual or the property is inherently wrong. 
Yeah. Even so if I say no. if I say bootleg, I'm gonna kill you. Isn't isn't that? And I meant it. Isn't that a use of force? Yeah, Since that's boot, what I'm. Bootleg. Saying. Yeah, I agree. I have an issue so, with that definition. The the definition that you Google and that's what shows up. I have a big issue with that. So everybody Wikipedia, can say. Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not the libertarian movement, though. It's not the liberty movement. That's that's but basically the mainstream media deciding how, how we define something. Dude, libertarians go on and update Wikipedia. Nick Sarwark mm. uses this definition. Archie Flowers uses this definition. So well, the definition is good. What the wording is is correct in my opinion. It's it's kind of how people interpret it that I think you're trying to say is is the problem. Yeah, because to say it, that you can't define as threatening any forceful interference is inherently wrong is ridiculous because so, I should be me... to me that's literally like that doesn't even jive with the first amendment like that it, to me that start this is why I have such an issue with it not because I'm taking a snowflake interpretation of it because it's a fucking snowflake interpretation of how we should treat other people like, so you think you have a right to threaten people Physically, if you if I were to say I was going to go to Bootleg's house right now and, and kill him, I have that right. I think Bootleg has a right to tell you if you come to my fucking house, I'm going to shoot you right off the fucking lawn. One hundred percent. But that's not a threat. Okay. That's that's a defense. But saying so I'm, let me, come, let me, let me, I'm going to attack you. That's OK. Let, let me, let me interject something here. Let me, <clears throat> yeah. So let me let me interject something here. I see the NAP as kind of how I see the Second Amendment in the Constitution. And anyone who's ever heard me speak for five minutes knows guns are my identity. If I could identify as something other than male, it would be amosexual. Um, so, uh, so I've, I've, I've made the argument a couple of days ago on Clubhouse that I think the Second Amendment is fucking useless and there's no reason they should have put it in there. Because it did literally nothing to protect gun rights. Uh, we've got tons of gun legislation we've got all this government control over firearms um, which is the worst thing possible because firearms were made sure like that's the whole purpose of the second amendment is to make sure that we have guns against the government the nap doesn't actually stop people from doing stuff so i mean we can have this discussion on the nap but in, in reality it doesn't actually stop anything what does stop things are individuals so I don't I don't care so much about you threatening someone. Um so the 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 verbal threat is far less than physic the physical action of it. So the way the way that I see it is if you say, Hey, I'm gonna come kick your ass, I'm like, okay, whatever, and you show up to my house and to kick my ass and I blast you with a fucking twelve gauge all across my lawn and the neighbor's lawn. That's that's your problem. You shouldn't have advertised that you was going to come over here. And I didn't have time to. But, so why shouldn't somebody somebody should be able to be like, go fuck yourself? Like I don't like you. I'll I'll, I'll hit you. I'll punch you. Like people should be. No able to libertarian say, interprets that as aggression. There's show me a libertarian who thinks that that's aggression. This is the problem. Well, the problem is not like, oh, this is a thing, and we shouldn't. It's like the libertarians are interpreting that way. People are interpreting that way. And it turns, I've just given you an example. Like Nick Sarwark has used that. Archie Flowers has used that. Other libertarians have said that. And here's the thing. I, I know it's scary and shocking and weird, but libertarians aren't the only people that are going to be living in society. They're You're not going to be the right. only people. So if, a, if something is open, so I guess to go back to your original question, like I would say, I guess it's a good sentiment, like to kind of like, a good guiding thing. I, and I'm not even against it. I'm just like, like to say that that should be like the end all be all. It really bothers me because it's, it's a good opening line. It's a good guiding principle. It's the same, you know, but to be perfectly honest, I think something like, which gets the most made fun of like saying taxation is theft. Like, I think that actually has more weight than, saying yeah. the nap because then it's like oh okay this we have clearly defined what this is and why we don't like it so and, and the reason i go so hard against the nap is because i inherently believe that i'd like people to live by it so you have to scrutinize it 
because I'm not against you. I'm not against bootleg. I'm not against the nap. It's because I love liberty and freedom so much that we need to be able to scrutinize it. I love and it, explain to people. You are absolutely right. Um, and you bring up a point that my girlfriend um, reflects to me all the time, which is just about the precision of language. Um, and so you and I completely agree that we agree on the sentiment behind the nap completely. Um, so kind of goes back to my exact question about the failures of the Constitution and the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights in general. So how would you refine the nap so that the leftists can't twist words, so that they can't be interpreted differently? How would you refine that? Because ultimately we have to have an idea to be able to um, – have everyone agree to it to change culture and ideas unfortunately for humanity are always articulated in words that's the way we communicate so how would you refine the nap to make sure that we all understood it clearly the way that you and i understand it so nick sarwark and archie flowers and richie castaldo and those assholes can't twist it in a different way no um i think that that would take a lot of work i don't know that i can answer that question tonight i've thought about it and i really think that not, I think if you say don't take people's stuff, that's a great, that's a great jumping off point. I think where it's murky to me is when you say don't hurt people and really defining what a threat is and really defining what aggression is. I believe, and I really did believe that most, um, you know, most people that hold common sense and most thinking people would realize that aggression is physical, but because so many people don't believe that, and I'm shocked at the number of people that don't believe that, I really think that's where we have to hone that. We really have to get in and say like physical aggression, unprovoked physical aggression is what we define as hurting people, unprovoked physical aggression. Um, because I think it's perfectly fine to say don't hurt people, don't take their stuff, but you really need to under you really need to have an understanding when someone says what the fuck does that even mean? Um, we say unprovoked physical aggression is what we mean. Um, and and I what if what if we changed it to don't take people's stuff and don't violate people's natural rights? I think that's too vague. I think that's even more vague than what the non-aggression principle currently is because then what are natural rights? They're like, oh, well, don't violate my right to health care. I mean, the problem is but, that we, we use the definitions that are classical and the left and just entirely makes words whatever they want them to mean. And so that's the problem we're facing is so how do we define this in a way that can't be twisted, which is extremely difficult in a world where everything can be twisted? Yeah, I think that there's well, a that's why of- I said Sorry. That, well, that's why I said natural rights as opposed to rights. People claim to have a people have a right to health care. You have a right to go buy it your damn self. Your natural rights are the rights to life and existing. Basically, you have a right to buy food. You have a right to buy water. You have a, they, and we can lay those things out as to what natural rights are defined as. I, I do, I do. So I will say, I agree with Will that there are certain aspects that should stay. I also agree with Britt that there are certain things that are super vague that that is a problem. And that's why I think the founders kind of fucked up on the second amendment. Like they were very specific, but I I guess apparently they weren't specific enough. Um, Like they should have done the rights to own and bear arms shall not be infringed or you will find out through a grave. Um, I mean, like, we should put that in the nap. We we yeah, really should like fuck around. Find out. A very good, um, you know, way to. Think. And I think it's also depending on who you're speaking to. Like, if I'm talking to a normie, I'm not bringing up the nap. I'm not saying taxation is theft. I'm not calling myself a libertarian. Not using the word anarchy. Um, I'm talking to people like, and this is the thing. I I don't know what everybody does in the libertarian, like in the liberty movement, in the liberty community. Um, and I kind of use that term to encompass, you know, libertarians and minarchists and anarchists and everyone. So just if you're in the liberty movement, right. Um, when I talk to people like during the last election when, that I was in California, I went door knocking and most of what I talked about 
I always started with what are your concerns? And then I tried to be pragmatic and think about, oh, how, what is the way that we can solve this problem in a liberty-minded way? How do we move towards that? And that's how you, I, I think it really depends on who you're speaking with, how you speak about certain things. I'm not saying that the nap is changing. I'm not saying that your views and your principles are changing, but you have to be pragmatic with who you're speaking with. The three of us can get in an argument about the minutia of these things um, because we understand very clearly what we're speaking about. But if it's, you know, your 18 year old cousin who's just starting at the community college and has super leftist professors that are telling him, you know, Helen Keller is the biggest boon that society's ever seen. <laughs> you, you, it's like, it's a different conversation. So I, I think that's also kind of something that always needs to be taken into mind, you know? You're exactly right. Sorry, go ahead, bootleg. I've talked enough. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna ask one last question to both of y'all. Um, I will answer this as well. Uh, well, I guess my question alone will be the answer. Uh, so, <clears throat> I heard an interesting uh, idea. So, I, my personal belief is no government should exist. I'm talking like not even at the local level, because as we've seen in Russell, Kentucky, even a city council can oppress people. Um, what do you think? So as if should we end up with a minarchist state like which I can I can handle that far better than what the fuck we have now, um, but should we end up as as a minarchist state? What do you think about implementing the rule that should we discover corruption as a people, uh, we kill those politicians and the people that replace them have to dig the dig the graves and bury those people? Just kind of as a as a reminder as to should you do this this is where you will be. Uh, well, I have a, a very good friend who, uh, Jessica Green, soup can artist, if you guys are on Twitter, uh, <laughs> who studies, uh, who studies a lot of things. She is an anarchist. We've had the conversation before because we are both big, um, fans of studying the French revolution where I've always said, I, I felt it didn't go far enough. And she's always said, what you would have seen is more people being drugged into the streets and then burying their predecessors. And then we would have a far left anarchist society. So um, I take this, I, I kind of take the ideology where like, I am fine with what you're saying, bootleg, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I'm like, fine, let's scare people into, uh, let's scare people in, into power let's remind the people in power or let's sorry i and i have to remind myself let's remind the people that are elected that they're elected to serve us they're not elected to lead us and um if that's the way it has to be done i'm fine with that again it kind of is a fuck the nap kind of thing because i'm like ah, kill them you know but um (laughs) (laughs) you know but I, I would hope it would never come to that. Um, I'm also absolutely fine with a group of people deciding that they want to start their own society with a government, but people that aren't a part of that, that if they want to come together, fight those people and then go back to being their own individuals, that's fine too. So I think people doing what people have decided they're going to do, um, you know, in groups or individually, like that's what I'm for. If a bunch of people say, yeah, okay. I'm going to be part of the society and I'm going to roll the dice and I might have to dig my own grave or dig my predecessor's grave. All right. Well, that's what you signed up for. I I have a problem when it's like, okay, you're here and you don't get to leave or we're going to put you in a gulag. You know, that's where I start to get like, uh... so I, um, I see all the merit in both of your guys' arguments. Um, and I adamantly disagree. I feel like, the way that I see this movement in general and just changing culture is teaching everybody to understand our values. And I think, Britt, you're absolutely right that the NAP could be improved and refined to be a more precise language. And I think, shit, we should workshop and we should get that shit done because that's really important. Um, But I feel like by abiding by that concept and those morals, we can never be murderers. We can never kill people even when they deserve it, which is why I don't agree with the death penalty. And I, I doubt that you guys probably do either. Um, I will never put somebody to death 
for what, unless they're actively attacking me, then I will shoot them. Absolutely. But I will never um, sentence somebody to death, no matter what. I don't think any free society can exist when that is acceptable. Um, so I think it's about teaching everybody that we all have those moral limits. We have to firmly stand by them, even when others fail to and live by that example. Um, but I just want to say, while I have a chance, Britt, this is legitimately the uh, best show that I feel like we've ever had. I've enjoyed myself entirely. Um, I wish that we got into the weeds this hard on every single episode. Um, but I, I had to ask bootleg, you know, a little bit about your background and stuff before the show, but I appreciate you for being willing to talk about these things and really get into these ideological, um, you know, notions and, and just deep in the weeds. So thank you. Thank you for having me. With that, uh, you've got, uh, your Twitter handle there and your name on screen, which is at tweets by Brit, which is super clever because it's a, uh, in my opinion, it's a, it's a play on beats by Dre. Um, You've got a lot of good content on Twitter. Um, you've got a great show coming out soon with some guy, some dickhead up in Washington State. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Wow. No, I love him to death. He's a great dude. I know you do. He, uh, I've actually, I've got him, I've got him very, very convinced to move to my neck of the woods. I've, I've uh, decided I can't convert people here. I'm just going to import libertarians. But um, do you know where you're from or where you're at or no? Yeah, I'm I'm in East Tennessee. Uh, most people know that. Oh, uh, oh we're the, the best part of the entire country. Yes, we're we're well. Depending on what part of Georgia. Uh, well, don't give me that. I flew like Wait, where are so, you at? Some of the worst. I'm in Oklahoma, the actual okay. best part of the country. Uh, when we went through Oklahoma, we stopped at the stockyard. Yeah, yeah. My husband was like, "Why do all these people look like less good-looking versions of you?" And I was like, "Oh, my whole family's from Oklahoma." Like, (laughs) like my yeah, yeah. Really quick, weird story. Both my grandparents on my mom's side are like from Choctaw Nation, but they didn't know until I went back and did the ancestry tracing that like. There's no fork in that tree after a while. Like they grew up on the same street in California, but their uh, parents and grandparents, I guess, came from Oklahoma. Like and it was crazy. Like they had just moved there. People that were leaving that reservation, I guess, a lot of them moved to California. And so oh. it was very strange. But yeah. That's badass. My best friend and also my co-host on Wednesday night is Choctaw Nation. So uh you'll okay. have to tune in or come you'll have to come on that show sometime. I will but, come uh, on. Cherokee gang. Cherokee <laughs> gang over here. I don't know. White boy, white boy gang. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I guess I'm white too. I don't have a card, so I'm like not uh and my dad is full Italian, so I don't know. I don't know how I'm this pale. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say that, but I, I have no Native American. But actually, I think I do have a little bit. I'm also, I have a lot of Jew, so that's cool. I'm not completely white. I've had a um, little Will bit. is going to get, Will is going to get dogs for being a white supremacist now. He's like, white I gang! <laughs> oh, please don't. <laughs> Got my Mises caucus shirt on. I'm right for the doxing. But uh, I want to answer Jacob's question. Um, dude, so I've been in this, I've been watching this movement for a long time, well over 10 years. Um, And the way this movement has changed is absolutely incredible. So the numbers have grown. The amount that we get mainstream attention has consistently grown. The passion inside people has consistently grown this entire time. Government is worse than ever. People are longing for liberty. Like we are the answer to the prayers that everyone in this country is praying and has been, even if they don't know it yet. We are the marriage of old American values and modern ideas of equality. Um, we are exactly what this world needs. So, dude, never be blackpilled. Yeah. Don't ever give up. Keep fighting. This We're in this to win it, and we are so close to breaking that rock. We just got to keep swinging that hammer. So uh, never give up. We're here. Yeah. There, what you're watching right now, Jacob, is such a good thing because people needed that push. And I love, love, love that we are watching the left play their cards, just overplay their cards, and we're watching the right not do enough about it. 
that people are like, oh no, we're done. 100%. Well, well said. With that, uh, Miss Salt, uh, is there anything else you would like to plug? You've got the show coming out with uh, with uh, Roger Murtaugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got the Twitter thing. Uh, is there anything uh, else you'd like to plug? No, I mean, the Fab Show is Fridays occasionally. You guys find me on Twitter. That's where I say all of my stuff. Usually I'm on Clubhouse. Uh, Roger. Roger, Sean, and I have a <laughs> called uh, The Imagination Something. I actually just mm. forgot. I lost my train of thought. We have a new show coming out at the beginning of the year. I have a liberty-minded ASMR channel that is coming out uh, Whoa. next month. I know, right? Um, so hopefully you guys will have me back on for that. I know it's so polarizing. People either hate ASMR or love it. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I've been told that my voice can be relaxing. So when I'm not yelling, <laughs> my ex-wife does ASMR. Her shit's creepy as hell. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to watch, but more power to you. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Look her up. Her name is uh, Sugar Boogers on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> she's got every night. She's got like hundred thousand followers and stuff. Um, if she talks about her terrible ex-husband, just ignore that shit. But no, she's a, she's a very talented artist and uh, definitely look her up if you feel like it. But it, it's a, it's a little, it'll scar you for life. So be ready for that. I am watching everything she says now. Uh, Dude, I'm putting you don't want to go down that road. That rabbit hole is bad, but feel free if you if you have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I'm unemployed until December 6th. I've got nothing but like <laughs> like me driving around listening to your ex-wife's ASMR now. Um, <laughs> Miss, Miss Salt, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, thank you for gracing us with your presence. And uh, Tessie's the best date. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brett. Seriously. Thank you so much. You're for not a real libertarian. Me? No, I got I hope not. Yes. Well, that's the name of the show, right? I mean, you're not a real libertarian. Now you're officially not a real libertarian. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Dude, that was by far my favorite show we've ever done. By far. That was awesome. Well, yeah. So, speaking of ASMR, uh, Tuesday night... (laughs) Uh, I may also do creepy ASMRs from time to time. With a little royal green action? With a little of that stuff in there? Oh, shit. Man, I don't have my copy. It's at my house, but I need to get it over here so we can rub our rub our spines together. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> that, yeah. That is a meme Jenny, that's going to be made it. now. That's, that's 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 a meme that's going to be made and hey when are we going to have fucking sean hickman on this show sean uh 12 weeks from never actually so i do want to say i am a hun- god damn it jimmy get off get no that's her that's jenny she's <laughs> so thank you connie you're the best we this this was kind of a thought experiment tonight. Um, I kind of prepped her before you joined. Um, she knows what you know about. Fuck, sorry, what I said about the the potential Friday night show. Mm-hmm. And I think Sean Hickman would be a good contender for that discussion that we had. Minarchy versus anarchy. Let's do it. So. I'm not going to announce when it'll come out, but we're probably going to start doing a Friday night show that is going to be strictly debates. It's going to be serious. It's going to be, well, I shouldn't say serious, but it's going to be, it'll probably be serious. Uh, It'll be basically whoever decides to show up to debate certain topics. Um, It'll be a a 1v1v1 kind of situation. It'll be a small forum. 
uh, if Will wants to join, we're, we're, I'm still working out all the details. Um, and it, maybe maybe I mod, and it's Will versus Sean Hickman for Anarchy versus Menarchy. Maybe I bring on uh, Mom's Demand Action versus uh, myself for uh, for gun discussion. And Will mods. <laughs> I mean, so, I would love, I would fucking love that. That would be the, that would be, like, if somebody <laughs> wants to give me a Christmas present, that's what it is. Like, getting How me on How can we stage. get Mom's Demand Action on this show? I don't think they will show up. They'll watch one episode and be like, oh, no. But yeah, the Sean don't. thing, that's a great idea. So, we will do a formal announcement of the Friday Night Show whenever we have it completely ironed out. Um... But until then, I can leave people with a little present, <laughs> which is well. So I'll, I'll go ahead and do this announcement. Then, then I'll do the creepy ASMR read next week. Do not expect a whole lot of content, uh, footage-wise, coming out. Um, we have made the decision that it is Thanksgiving. And people want to spend time. <laughs> he doesn't want to smoke. <laughs> that uh, that it's Thanksgiving. People want to spend time with their families, and uh, it's it's. I'm not going to force people to do shows. I, that's not who I am. That's not what this is about. Um, so, I I personally plan to do the Tuesday night show, and then we'll do something pre-recorded for Thursday. Um, it will be. It'll be worth tuning in for if you want to. I mean, it's it'll be posted everywhere for later viewing. But uh, more than likely, Monday, will, there will not be a show. Tuesday night, there will be a show. Wednesday night, there will not be a show. And then Thursday, there will be something pre-recorded. Um, but we do want to say that we appreciate all the growth we've had over the last year. Um, everyone has been fucking amazing. Um, the team that we have is just phenomenal. Uh, Jennifer bullies a, a, a poor child named Will, William Doherty, but uh, every day. She, she, <laughs> but she does great work. She she does. She's incredible. Um, we we hit her up. We'll say, "Hey, make this meme," and she fucking does it. She asks zero questions other than, "What do you want it to look like?" Shit, she, she comes out it. with them ninety nine percent of the time without us even asking. They're already fire. Uh, Carly Rose. She helps run everything. She does everything that we needed to do. She bumps posts. She makes posts. She does stuff. Uh, Will does a great job. He makes uh, great content. <laughs> hey, I make memes. I post memes on the page every once in a while. Fuck you, dude. I show up and I talk and but- I post memes. No, he does. He does great work. Uh, Will's got a lot of stuff going on outside of this. He's involved with every activity there is. Uh, he's on the Natalie Bruno campaign, which I'm Dude, ripping nice shirt. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, he he does the Wednesday night shows with with his boy Braxton, who is an awesome dude. Braxton, he's a little goofy, but I love goofy. That's my favorite thing. Uh, we're all oh goofy. really? Uh, yeah. Dude, I love Braxton. Braxton. He's an awesome dude. Uh, we've For gotten sure. uh, the Oklahoma. Uh, he's an awesome dude. He does a lot of stuff. He he works really hard to make like he he's so fucking humble. Like when I offered him a spot on this network, he was like, "Dude, I don't I don't know that I deserve." I'm like, shut the fuck up, just come on. It, it's not that bad, dude. He's an awesome dude. He's super humble. He's a great person to be around. If you're in the Oklahoma area and you want to hang out with some great dudes, Nick. Uh, Will and Braxton are great people. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to ruin everyone's night with some ASMR reading from the Royal Green. <laughs> Please no. Can I talk you out of it still? Please. I'll do I'll do a paragraph. Like All right, this I'm gonna close my eyes so I can like really, really get into this. <clears throat> She fell against him and pressed her face to his chest, kissing his armor <laughs> as if she could pass through the metal to his skin. <laughs> he did not move. <laughs> did you 
Did you look through the entire book and be like, hey, this is the most awkward possible paragraph to start this ASMR reading? No, I just opened it. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready. The one I did Tuesday night was worse. It talked about somebody being naked. Um, Go back to that. Yet neither did he prevent her from sliding her hand along his arms and up his neck, resting on his cheek, the light stubble of his jaw scratching against her. (laughs) When her fingers touched his lips, (laughs) he took (laughs) firm hold of her wrist in his hand, stopping her from going further. Please, she breathed. How can I be a part of you? Oh, I want to know you. I can think of the taste of cinnamon. When I am only in your sauce. Let me help you. Let me love you. What the fuck is wrong with Jack Casey? That dude is fucking weird. Like, that dude is fucking twisted. Make your wife said make it Even stop. My- yeah, I'm, I'm with her, man. I'm with her. I, you know, I'm sure with context, that paragraph is incredible. But man, when you read it like that, coming from your fucking mouth of all mouths in the world, that is, wow. Thanks. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate y'all. Um, we know a lot of the same people show up every night to help us out, and it is a great thing. All the new visitors we get, we love you too. Um, y'all are fucking amazing. And uh, yeah, good night. And you are not a real libertarian. And I'm scrolling. <laughs>